Welcome to the Raising Smart Kids podcast. I'm your host, Yang Pratt, and each week we'll explore ways in which the arts can help you raise a smarter kid. I'll be sharing ways the arts can propel your child's learning and interviewing top artists, educators, and entrepreneurs. These guests will share why the arts are so very important to your child, along with actionable ideas you can easily implement into your already busy schedule. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast here on iTunes and share us with a friend. For extra tips on raising smart kids, head on over to artsmartparenting.com and click on the live tab. Happy July, Art Smart Parents, and welcome back to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. I'm your host, Young Pratt, and it's my privilege to be your guide on this journey into parenting through the arts. If you're a longtime podcast listener, thank you. It means so much to me that you tune in each week to learn tips and tricks on how you can raise smarter kids through the arts. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. This podcast is a passion project of mine and was really inspired by my transformations personally through the arts, as well as the journey and transformation of my kids, my own two daughters, as well as the thousands of families we've served over the past 16 years at my Performing Arts Academy. In that time, we've seen students transform from very shy to very confident individuals. We've seen kids who have struggled academically, who come to us, learn a lot of life skills in the classes with us, and go on to do extremely well academically. We've seen so many transformations, so I wanted to make sure that I had a platform to share what the arts could do for others and as parents, how we can help our kids really, you know, become smarter and more confident individuals who later go out into the world boldly to share the gifts and talents they were meant to share and do so with great confidence and pride in those abilities. Last week on the podcast, we chatted about creativity and flow. If you haven't already listened to the podcast episode, I invite you to go back and listen to the episode as well and learn about the relationship between creativity and flow and why they're so important to us as adults and, of course, to our kids. Today's topic is a related one. We're talking about something that's become a bit of a trend lately, and that's coloring. Have you noticed the incredible amount of adult coloring books hitting the markets from local store shelves to, to online retailers? The number and types of coloring books specifically for adults is huge. I would say it rivals that of even the kids' coloring section. And have you noticed they're in different sections completely? It's been fascinating to sort of see this trend unfold. And today we're really going to chat about why that is and why you as an adult may want to pick up a coloring book like this one and why you want your kids to also engage in that activity and this is something you can certainly do together 
It doesn't require any special skills or any special tools and something that you can build memories around. So let's dive into those benefits of coloring. From the outside, coloring seems like a really simplistic, sort of mundane task. But when you break it down and look inside the brain and how it affects the body, coloring is pretty phenomenal. And I can understand why there's such a rise in adult coloring books these days. So let's talk first about the benefits of coloring for kids. When kids are growing and they're little, coloring helps them to develop those fine motor skills. And of course, those skills are later used for things like writing and doing manual manipulation with their hands. So it's a great skill from a very young age to instill in your kids. Coloring helps them to cultivate more focus and problem solving skills. And that might sound funny that coloring engages problem solving. However, if you think about the decisions you have to make and what you want to end up with when, you're, when your picture is done, there's a lot to be considered and we're letting kids make these decisions on their own and become problem solvers and figure out ways to make something happen. So that's really a great life skill we want our kids to develop. And when they're coloring, have you noticed your kids when they're coloring? They're completely focused. I know with my kids when they were little, they loved to color and they would spend hours, literally, especially my youngest, she would sit by herself and just color and draw and just really be quite content with that activity. So focus is definitely a huge critical piece here and something as they grow older, they'll need for school and later in the job market as well. Focus is going to be a really important factor for them. Coloring also helps them with their spatial awareness. It helps them to, to understand how far, how close something is. It helps with their hand and eye coordination. They're being able to, to tell, their, tell their hand what to do very instinctively. And it's really, again, something they'll use later on as they jump into sports, as they jump more deeply into their academics. Hand-eye coordination is going to become quite important. When they're really, really little, it helps with color recognition and differentiation, and it's a creative outlet for them and something they can be proud of. And when they feel proud of something they're doing, that confidence is building. And as parents, I know personally that I so want my kids to go out into the world confidently. So if I can give them some skills where they're building that confidence inherently in the activity, I'm absolutely gonna have them engage in that activity. As an adult, you may again think that coloring is just for the kids and it's something to let them pass the time and something that really isn't all that important or valuable. But I can tell you that using coloring for things, for helping people to de-stress has been prescribed, if you will, since back in the late 1800s and the time of psychologist Carl Jung. He and other scientists have since really come to understand that when you're coloring, your mind and body kind of go into a meditative state. It allows us to switch off our brains from other thoughts and really focus on the moment and teaches us to be more present. And other activities that 
produce this kind of meditative state are things like knitting and drawing and doing a lot of those hobby sort of things that we want our kids to be engaged in and we may enjoy as well. Coloring helps to control that part of our brain called the amygdala that controls the fight or flight response. Coloring, as we've said, is it really gets, gets us into a meditative state. But when we're in that state, it helps us to be more calm. It helps to distress us and it helps to lower our anxiety level. And let's face it, in today's day and time, stress and anxiety are pretty consistent and pretty commonplace. So here's an activity parents we can pick up to help us de-stress at the end of our day or pick up when we need to to really calm our minds throughout our busy work days. Coloring engages both parts of the brain. When we're thinking about things like color choices and balancing out our pictures and applying, applying the color to the paper, we're working on problem solving and our fine motor skills, both sides of the brain. And there's not just physical benefits, there's also intellectual benefits to coloring as well, which again at first glance seems a little bit far-fetched. But when we are coloring, we're, we're utilizing areas of the brain that help us to focus and to be, be concentrating. And like with kids, that's a skill that with the fast-paced nature of things these days and the instant gratification of our society, learning to be focused for a little bit longer and to concentrate for longer than 30 seconds is challenging. I know when I first set out to, to work for 30 consecutive minutes with no distractions, it was challenging and it felt weird to not be checking Facebook and checking email and doing all these things and multitasking, which is absolutely a myth if you don't already know. When I set out to do that for 30 straight minutes, it was really hard. I felt like it was forever. So if we can find a way as adults to help us focus longer, to be more concentrated, and help our kids do the same, that's definitely a benefit. And for adults, when we color, we're reminded, we're taken back to a place in a time when life was a little more simple and less stressful. And helping us to um, unwind in this digital landscape is something that coloring provides as well. We can turn off the TV, we can turn off the notifications, we can turn off or silence our cell phones and just get back to being in the moment with our kids and not having a million distractions, but really focusing on that task. And most importantly, coloring can be done by anybody. It doesn't require any special skills. The only things you're gonna need are some coloring books and some crayons or color pencils. These are things most of us already have in our closets. Maybe they're shoved to the back because they're taking up lots of room. Pull those things back out, bring them to the forefront, put them on display, and allow your kids to engage in coloring to, as a way to de-stress, as a way to reconnect with you, with the present moment. And really for us as parents, use it as a way for us to create memories with our kids, 
to be present with our kids, to teach them that it's important to spend quiet time and reflective time each day so that we can renew and refresh our minds and bodies. So parents, now it's up to you. Go out there, grab a coloring book like this one or others, or head to the internet and search up adult coloring book or adult coloring pages and print some off at home and go get busy. Grab your kids, grab those colored pencils or crayons, head outside, go into the backyard, create a sacred space within your house and spend some time coloring together. So there you have it, Art Smart Parents, the benefits of coloring for you, your kids, and really your entire family. If you do need more help finding ideas and activities for your kids during these summer months, I've put together a free resource for you of my top 60 low to no cost boredom busters. You can grab that over at artsmartparenting.com forward slash boredom. I will catch you again next week for another episode of the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in to the Raising Smart Kids 2.0 podcast. To really accelerate your ability to unleash your child's superpowers and raise smarter kids through the arts, we're creating loads of new resources, ways to connect, and ways to celebrate your successes. You can join our free Facebook community by visiting theartsmartparent.com or just search up Raising Smart Kids 2.0 on Facebook. I look forward to seeing you inside our community.